Welcome in, one and all, on a Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad you're with us. Thanks so much for being here today. Brewers lose their first series of the season. They ended up getting knocked off yesterday. They're back at it again tonight as they open up the uh, the West Coast swing, the true West Coast swing down in San Diego, taking on the Padres. 8.40, first pitch down there tonight. Cardinals are out of the basement. Here come the Cardinals. As Cincinnati has fallen off, which is what we expected. And the Cardinals uh, continue to find their winning ways, uh, three games behind the Brewers now. And uh, you've got the Cubs and the Pirates right there. But here come the uh, here come the Cardinals. We kind of figured it would only take a couple of weeks to get uh, the uh, the sleeping giant woken up. And certainly that's uh, exactly what's starting to happen. Uh, and then there's the complaints regarding Major League Baseball. The complaints regarding Major League Baseball. And I can't wait to tell you who is the vast majority of complainers. I'll say this, it's not Brewers fans. It's not Brewers fans. But I, I do find it rather interesting, to be honest with you. And today is one of those days where I I know we've talked a lot about the Rogers stuff. We've talked about it a, a ton. But uh, I... I Last night went out to uh, went out to Grafton. I met uh, met Kristen and her kids, and we went to dinner. And then uh, I came home. I, I got on I got on a call with a buddy of mine, and we started to kind of go through this. Uh, and he listens, and, and and Ross is a good buddy of mine, and he listens all the time. And uh, we got to talking, and he said there is this thought now, now actually let me let me preface this he lives in, in near philadelphia he's actually lives in pennsylvania uh he lives outside of philadelphia and he said there is this thought uh that is not discussed in the new york media it's not discussed in the national media but there's this thought that um that aaron Rodgers threw a monkey wrench in this whole thing and after we kind of talked about it a little bit and talked through it, because I look, I, I think everybody's got an opinion on this. And the one thing that we all know is that everybody has an opinion and not one of them is based upon anything other than opinion. Uh, because between the Jets and the Packers, they have remained extremely tight-lipped about this whole situation. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that discussion. But there is this thought that Rodgers, uh, whether knowingly or unknowingly, kind of threw a monkey wrench in this whole deal. And we'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit. If you want to hit us up, uh, the phone lines, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow Ben, at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program today, at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, ben, I did not, I, I, I must apologize to you. Do you know why? No, I don't, but I'm looking did forward to it. Did you see my it. Facebook page? No, I've not. Okay, uh, because people immediately came after me, not came after me in a negative way, kind of laughing and I'm going, oh, poor Ben. Uh, yesterday, there was, I'm, I'm scrolling, I think it was Instagram, I'm scrolling Instagram, and there's this girl who does this five fashion things that men can't do, that it's so, they're so over it. And the first thing was Crocs, Okay. So what I and I are we leading the show with this today? We we are because I got to apologize to you, okay? Because people (laughs) thought I was directing this at you, and I really wasn't. So what? There's there's something in that when you go to grab a video and either save it or share it, 
there's that little, you know, that little half triangular link thing that says share. And I was going to share it and send it to you. And I thought, nah, I'm not going to do that. I beat him up on that all the time. That's stupid. So forget it. I don't know how it happened, but it ended up on my Facebook page. I shared it to my Facebook page in some way, shape, or form. And so I, so, so I, I, but I did it not meaning to do it. And people immediately jumped on it and started saying, oh my God, you're ripping Ben. And it's like, no, I'm not. You know, I, I really wasn't. So I haven't taken it down because I didn't want to look like I was, you know, cheesing up. But so I don't care. if you, it, right, if you saw it, then I'm sorry, I wasn't directing it at you. I thought it was funny at first, and I thought, eh, I'm not going to do that. But I, I, it ended up posting my Facebook page, and I don't know how it happened. It just did. But, uh, but it's anyway, okay. it was the, it was the top five things not to wear. Well, not to, not to wear for men, and it was the cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are apparently out. <laughs> uh, tucking in your polo shorts or your polo shirt into your khaki shorts, unless of course you're on the golf course, uh, don't do it. Uh, unless you're wearing a suit, keep don't don't tuck in your dress shirt into your jeans. Um, you know, I mean, just it went through this whole list of things that are just kind of like fashion faux pas for men, and the number one thing was Crocs. So, well, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. With all due respect to you and to yes. this person who put that out there, I don't really care. Okay, well, I'm just and throwing it out there. Nothing that is said by you or others. About them. I, I don't think it's going to change mm-hmm. my actions. Okay. So. I just. I, I, I don't I take just it personally. I wanted you to know. Okay. I just wanted you to know. So uh, speaking of speaking of Ben Kenny. Uh, you can also hit us up speaking of Instagram and my faux pas. You can uh, find The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. The Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You can subscribe for free. Absolutely free. And uh, we're getting a nice push. Over on YouTube, go to youtube.com and uh, slash Bill Michaels Show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. You can follow us on Twitch TV as well. And um, thanks to everybody. Uh, but We got more than 3,000 subscribers now on YouTube. Now, YouTube, I don't know, if, if people are watching on YouTube and they get insertions of um, commercial ads, let us know because they reached out and said, hey, we're going to pay you uh, to put commercial ads in your YouTube channel. I'm like, okay, this is great, you know. And uh, it's not McAfee money, I'll tell you that. It's it's like it's like a dime. <laughs> so I opened up this account, and they put money in the account. After the first month, after the first month of ads that went in to the to the YouTube channel, it amounted to like four dollars and forty cents. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez, there goes that mortgage payment I was hoping to make. Uh, so anyway, if you want to subscribe on YouTube, uh, tell your friends and family, please do so. Uh, and then also you can find us at Michaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And at the website, simply thebillmichaels.com. That's thebillmichaels.com. And you can download and listen to the program, uh, whether it's YouTube, Twitch TV, whatever. But you can always follow it uh, uh, live on the app on your mobile device on WOZN, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. And then after the fact, there's always Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of good stuff. So plenty of ways to to track us down the uh the i want to start out with major league baseball i really do i want to start out with major league baseball um major league baseball has obviously sped up the 
um, the games. The the time of games is about a half an hour average less than what it's been. And I I personally, there is a, a spot between three hours and two hours that people kind of expect that window to fall. Ben, if you enjoy a baseball game, about how long would it be? Now, you and I are a little bit different commodity because we are sports enthusiasts and we kind of are old school uh, and we enjoy baseball in a, in a different way than a lot of people do that consume sports today. But that being said, what is a fair amount of time for a game for you? It depends if I'm there or if I'm watching or if I'm listening. I think mm-hmm. three hours is a sweet spot. I'm fine with longer games. I think it's a question of how much action is within the game. If it's a long game go. without much importance and not much action in it, then clearly it can get boring. But right. there, it's obviously action-packed these days with the shift stuff and with the base stealing. I do think it's gotten a little too quick for my liking. But that just comes from someone who loves – like I love the drama. I love the suspense between pitches. Right. That's when you build up that context. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. Um, what? Uh, and I'm going to ask the listener that's out there. Uh, 877-867-1670. What is the length of game that you prefer to see in Major League Baseball? And, again, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us over on uh, the live stream feed. What is the length of time that you – and if you like it now, if you like the way it's going now, two and a half hours at best – you know, some of these games are 157, an hour and 57 minutes. The other day we had one that was two hours and seven minutes, two hours and 14 minutes. Um, are, are you liking the way the speed of the game is now? Or are you kind of pining for a little bit longer game? Um, I know sitting at home and watching it, uh, man, it's it it seems like it's not even on. You know, it seems like, you, you know, because I – I like to sit down and watch games. Like I don't have the television out on the patio yet, but come summertime, full full blown summer, evenings I get off the air, especially for home games. I can't kind of plan my evening around it if I'm not at the game. Um, I sit down on the patio. I do a little grilling. I, I open a beer, uh, smoke a cigar. I'm talking to friends, or I got the laptop out there and I'm doing a little work and I'm just enjoying the night. And you know, you kind of walk around, you do a few things, you know. Well, yesterday, I got off the air, and uh, I, I had the game on, and I walked around. I did a few things. I was on the phone, and I came down. It's like the eighth inning. I'm like, holy crap. And the, the game's motor, man. They, they, they go pretty quick. So I, I, part of me was like, wow, this is, this is, uh, this is you know, going, moving along. As when you're sitting down and just viewing the game, if you're at the game, like with a group with friends, corporate affairs, I, you know, it used to be the three-hour games were pretty good for the corporate affairs because it was always the meet and greet and the suites, and you're talking to people, and, you know, you're kind of going through your thing. And then by about the seventh or eighth inning, people are starting to peel out. Now it's like you get in, you're talking to a few people, all of a sudden, bang, it's fifth inning, people are leaving. You don't even get a chance to roll through the whole <laughs> roll call of people that are in a suite. You know, if you're going with friends, you guys are chit-chatting, talking a little bit, having a good time. Boom, the the game in two hours and 20 minutes is over. 
and you're still going, well, you want to go out, you know, and you're heading to your local pub or whatever it is you're doing, you know, it's just, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit different time usage and it's something that you got to get used to. Um, the fan bases that are complaining the most about, and this is quote, I hate the pitch clock. Uh, say for example, but it's uh, an MLB fan base, all the fan bases, with the most negative opinion of the new rules changes based on the percentage of total team tweets with negative sentiment towards the rule changes, whether it's I hate the rule with, um, um, you know, no shift, uh, pitch clock, only throwing over to first base twice, all of that, okay? The fan base that is complaining the most – Ben, who do you think that might be? I think it's the Philadelphia Phillies. You would not be right. Not even close. Oh. Maybe, well, I follow a lot of the people. And there was a big petition signed to extend the time of drinking past the seventh inning. Which they did. Not for the Phillies yet. Not for the Phillies, but many are doing. That's and the they'll end up doing yep. it too, yeah. Uh, no, it is not. As a matter of fact, the Phillies are kind of like in the middle the least complaining fan base. Well, they say a lot of least, angry things generally. Co- correct. So I figured but it the, would. the least complaining fan base is the White Sox. The Dodgers are the second least, followed by Detroit, Colorado, and Atlanta. It's because half, half the White Sox team is already injured. They have other. They're problems. injured. Dodgers fans don't show up anyway. Tigers fans are all you know. Tigers are already on a losing streak. They're terrible. And the Rockies and the Braves, yeah, you know, they don't complain. They're they're kind of chill. So those are the least five, the five least complaining fan bases. By the way, the Brewers are in the next five. The Brewers, the Yankees, the Astros, the Red Sox, and the Giants are the next five. Okay, so in the bottom ten of Major League Baseball. The Brewers are at 20. The the most complaining fan base, and as it's written right here, the most whining, bitching, bemoaning fan base of the new rules changes in Major League Baseball is the Chicago Cubs. And it's not by a little. It's by a lot. Followed by the Guardians, the Twins, the Nationals, the Rangers, Mariners, Mets, Pirates, and A's. The Chicago Cubs buy a lot. They hate. You know why? They they hate fast games at Wrigley. Fast day games at Wrigley. They don't want them. Because everybody's thinking, well, like, why would that be? Why would it be the Cubs complaining of all people? Because they love day games. It's an all-day affair at Wrigley. And if you just get, because you go to the bars, you're walking up and down the streets. You just finally get inside. You're hanging in the bleachers of your seats or wherever. It's supposedly an all-day sunshine, enjoy your time affair, and all of a sudden it's over. And they, they hate it. They're a day game crowd. They're an all-day event crowd. And getting over in two hours, two hours and 15 minutes, 20 minutes, instead of three hours and 10 minutes, it's like it's too quick for them. That's the reason. It's not like they're just bemoaning it to bemoan it. They just It's an all-day event. At Wrigley Field. That's the reason they're complaining about it. That's the reason. But uh, they, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of sentiment that uh, the games now are maybe a little bit too quick. But I'm with you, Ben, in the sense that it is, 
it is now I don't when you bring in your closer in the seventh and eighth inning or eighth and ninth inning, I agree with you. I think um I think that the the suspense, the drug out suspense of closing out a game, waiting for that third strike, waiting for that next pitch. I think there's something to be said for that, for the drama of baseball. But uh, and, and I don't think 15 seconds allows you enough drama time. Can you imagine at the end of the season, you're into the postseason, it's, you know, the Brewers make it, and they're in, you know, game five or six or whatever, and, and all they got to do, they're one strike away, and and instead, all of a sudden, they have to take a ball because the pitch clock beat them to the 15 seconds. You don't even get a chance to really get the crowd roaring. You know, it's 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 a little bit weird, but it's something that uh, a lot of fan bases are, you know, obviously getting used to. But I'm with you. I like the drama that is at the end of a game. Now, some games, you know, it's I agree. Just get them over with, for God's sakes. Um, but but yeah, I, I I think come October. Uh, you're going to miss some of that with the 15 second pitch clock. So, I think late games be totally fine with them going two hours, like the Brewers yeah. tonight against the Padres. Right. If I'm there, I make it five hours. I'm fine with that. I'll stay there forever. <laughs> but then every other game, like the three to three twenty, I think is the sweet yeah. spot. But there should be yep. a rule that if you first pitch is after, if if it's close to nine o'clock, like let's get that over by eleven so we could go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, the other thing is, look at it this way. Um, imagine if it's a playoff game, and some of these playoff games don't get started till 9 o'clock at night, West Coast time, because they're they're trying to keep it for 6 o'clock West Coast time, 9 o'clock East Coast. I'm all for a two-hour game. Get it over with, man. Move it on. No doubt. 877-867-1670, You can find us. Hit us up. Feel free. Uh, good start to the day today. Uh, I will get into the uh, the other stuff coming up here in just a little bit. Bucks waiting for the next opponent, getting a little bit better picture as the Bulls pull off a win and knock off the Toronto Raptors thanks to DeMar Rosen's daughter. Uh, we'll explain that coming up here in just a little bit. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Steel Tank Brewing right there on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank. Uh, they're open Tuesday through Sunday, open for lunch now in their food if you follow them on Facebook, it just it's mouth watering, and you look at it, and it's whew, then you then you get a chance to taste, it and it's even better. It's it's really good stuff, and also they've got that big music venue they're building on the west side of the building uh, coming up here, not that far away. I think probably within the next two three months, maybe the whole thing's going to be open. But uh, check out our friends at Steel Tank Brewing because Steel Tank not only do they have some tap lines in in many of the bars in the area. But uh, they also have some really, really good food out there. Steel Tank Brewing, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc. They're good, good people. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. They're the ones that did uh, the uh, gym in my house, as a matter of fact, and uh, they do fantastic work. Sean and his staff are 
just good people. And uh, whether it's Green Bay, Madison, Milwaukee, you name it, they can do it. And uh, they're right here in Wisconsin. So if, if by chance there's a problem, you don't have to chase them down out of state. Like a lot of these out-of-state companies that come in, they do a shoddy job, and then it's up to somebody else to go clean it up because you can't get from you know outside state contractors to come back in and fix the problem. So uh, Sean's right here in our own backyard. Get a hold of him. 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. Again, 262-443-2852. That's our friends at epoxyflooringdoneright.com, epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Give them a shout. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of people chiming in that they like the uh, the rules. like They like the way the pitch clock has sped up, uh, sped up the, uh, the, the, the game itself. Now, um, from WEEI in Boston, Matt Strom has strong opinions regarding MLB's, uh, the, quote, beer policies, end quote. And uh, he actually, because there's there's a lot of um, places now that are saying, you know, hey, uh, the new rules changes, they don't make, uh, you know, a lot of sense to some of the players, but an issue that he has identified as one of the most obvious has nothing to do with throwing the baseball or swinging to the bat. Some teams, the Brewers, Rangers, Diamondbacks, for starters, have decided to alter the policy of halting beer sales following the seventh inning. They're going to continue to sell it. Now, the heart of the, uh, the, heart of the uh, alteration is obviously games that have been, on average, about 30 minutes shorter that, um, you know, it's it's cutting into their bottom line. And some of these markets, some of these teams that are mentioned, you know, uh, the Rangers are in Arlington. Uh, the Diamondbacks are in Phoenix. We all know that. But the Brewers are small market, and they need every dollar they can get. And um, it, he went on to say that uh, baseball, uh, on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast, the Phillies pitcher made it very clear that an alteration is the exact opposite of what should be uh, taking place. He said the reason we stopped hitting the seventh before was to give our fans some time to sober up and drive home safe, right? So now with faster pace of game and uh, me just being a man of common sense, if the game is going to finish quicker, would we not move the beer beer sales back to the sixth inning to give our fans a little bit more time to sober up? He explained that, which to (laughs) to a certain extent makes sense. Instead, he said, we're going to the eighth inning now, and now you're putting our fans and our families at risk driving home with people who have just drank, uh, you know, beers 22 minutes ago. Uh, He continued to say, I'm not surprised when you mess with billionaires' dollars to find a way to make their dollars back. My thing is, when you're looking at the safety of our fans, that's probably not the smartest decision to extend it into the eighth inning. And again, just being a common-sense thinker, I think, as a fan of the game and just looking out for people, it would make more sense, he said, to stop beer sales in the sixth inning and not the seventh. Um, so I, I, I saw this coming. Because I thought, man, if if what they're saying about the pace of play is true, and that would be cutting about a half an hour off the game to get it into the sweet spot of two and a half hours, I thought, man, that's going to push some things back, and that's going to leave people less time in between pitches and innings to go to the gift shop, the pro shops, the go-get-beers, hot dogs. It's going to have a dramatic effect to the actual dollars made within the stadiums. And then you have the trickle-down effect. It it means that less time hanging in the bars and restaurants 
and and you know everything in general because people are going to spend time watching the games. Now, you know, I don't think bars will, you know, bars, pubs, and all that kind of stuff, sports bars, they're going to see as dramatic effect as you do as the exact result, the immediate result of the stadium. But it, it will cut down a little bit on time spent in bars. Most people, if you're there to watch the game, when the game ends, you probably go, okay, I'm going to head home. I'm going to, you know, I got this to do, that to do, whatever. We all, we all do it. And you're going to head out. But you wonder what that's going to do. I saw this coming like a bright light down the train track at night. You just knew that once it started to cut into the profitability of teams, that this, they were going to extend the beer sales. Um, what he is not taking into account is that, and I'm a big believer in this. I get what you're what you're saying. I really do. I understand it. But we we can't always be responsible for everybody. And I know that's like a very negative thing to say because everybody likes to get into everybody else's business and tell everybody else what to do. But damn, we just, we want to make rules and regulations for everybody because we've got a few bad people out there that don't know how to handle themselves. And we've kind of come our brother's keeper. Um, look, I, I, I get it. If I, I think they should be very stringent when it comes to the sale of beer and such for a guy that's, you know, or a girl that's hammered. I don't think I'd be like the guy peeing all over the the concourse that day. The guy shouldn't have been drinking anymore. I'm sure his friends were buying him beers, but somebody around's got to say this guy's gassed, man. This guy's gassed to the point where he's peeing in public and doesn't care. You know, we've all been there. You know, go back to the days of County Stadium and the two-fisted slopper. Remember that? So we've all been there, but you just kind of knew that uh, they're going to take profitability over responsibility, and uh, it, it's it's not shocking. I know players are going to talk about it, but players don't have to worry about that, you know. Players don't uh, players don't get into that discussion. Usually they're like, ah, you know, we're good. We're playing the game. Who cares? I, I'm sure that they have their families they worry about that are leaving the ballpark. I'm sure when they eventually leave the ballpark, they're worried about, you know, somebody hitting the team bus or somebody hitting their car on the way out of the parking lot. I get that. But they're not the ones in the stands sitting back and either enjoying or not enjoying a long – drawn out game of affairs so to speak so anyway uh, i just found that interesting we kind of knew it was going to eventually happen so there you go uh and i agree brandon says you can't watch everybody at every second people are going to make mistakes and it's called being human i mean do you uh, and then it kind of goes on from there um andrew says is milwaukee one of the uh, ballparks that is allowing late beer sales yes they moved it back yeah, yes, they moved it back. The other downside of this, this is the other thing that I think might happen. And this is going to this is going to suck, but uh Ben, what what will be the next thing for the owners to make money? What can you think would will happen? I think there are things I would like to see happen. I think the most popular directly result out of all of this is more expensive beer. There you go. That's going to be it. They're going to say, well, we're losing money on beer sales because the games are sped up and we can't push beer sales into the ninth inning. That would be completely irresponsible. So what are we going to do? Ah, let's jack it up by another dollar. Let's look at the margin of error for what we lost as opposed to the commensurate amount of, of fans we had into the stadium the year prior. What is the difference? And take that difference 
and mark it up per can of beer or what have you. So if we lost uh, a certain amount of money, we're going to jack it up 75 cents or 50 cents or a dollar or whatever, and it's going to go from – I don't even know what it is now. Uh, what is what is beer at the ballpark now? Is it 12 or 14 bucks or something like that? I, I haven't can't. been this year yet. Yeah. So they'll jack it up a dollar, and fans will say it sucks, and they'll drink more in the parking lot and maybe save a beer or two for the ride home. Which, so. in the grand scheme of things, is probably more dangerous when we talk about people's actions. Uh, Todd said he bought four beers. It was $50. Wow. So there you go. $15 beers are just wrong. That's from Rick. $15 a beer. Okay. I'm still worried about the hot dogs, to be honest. <laughs> you know? I can yeah. I could be without beer number three at a game. All right. But dollar dog night, if you're going to... Yeah. You're gonna have a quick game and shut beer prices down as well, right? Got to at least have more time to eat hot dogs. So, uh, fifteen bucks a beer, man. Fifteen bucks a beer. Interesting. I knew it was twelve. I knew knew when I was down spring training it was twelve, but I did not realize it was sitting at fifteen at the ballpark. I think the big and question I- now is on that fifty dollar purchase: Are you supposed to tip? Yeah, is that including tip? Well, or are you supposed to go out and tip on top of that? That's a whole different discussion. Yeah. Yep. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You know I've got them. You know I love them, whether it's the doors, it's the windows economical and a curb appeal is what you're looking for specifically this time of year when everybody starts to put their houses up for sale or maybe you're looking for a new home you're looking for value all of that it all comes in the number one window and door and and all of that kind of good stuff uh, that's bought right here in the state of wisconsin that's our friends at pella windows and doors of wisconsin and uh, all you gotta do is go to pellawi.com p-e-l-l-a pellawi.com get a hold of them uh, and uh, you can set up that free in-home consultation, 0% interest, 48 months right now. 0%, 48 months right now. You can call and see about qualifying for that with the uh, with the vinyl windows, impervia windows, or the beautiful three different lines of wood windows. All of it available at Pella with the innovations, whether it's the different hardware, framing inside, framing outside, roll screens, hidden screens, slider windows, all the things that have won them awards. That's our friends at Pella. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, from uh, a couple of friends of mine who were out getting ready to put their boat in the water out on Pewaukee Lake and said, uh, first time in a long time, stopped into the Sunset Grill, and we did it for karaoke. Had a great time. You were absolutely right. A lot of good food, a lot of fun. Saw a few friends down there. We'll see you over there soon, Bill. Uh, And appreciate it. Uh, That's from Dawn and her husband, Jake. And uh, thanks so much. And thanks for trying it. I know they go over to Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill all the time. 
And they're always in there. Uh, they're always shooting me pictures and all that kind of stuff because he loves the big porker sandwich. But they gave the Sunset Grill a try, and he said really enjoyed it. Good place. And they've got a boat on the water, so they can actually take it over to the docks over there uh, when the docks get in the water, if they haven't already. But uh, that Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake, Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Good stuff from over there. 877-867-1670, Um Mark says the day that they banned tailgating – color me gone uh backyard brew says with rising beer prices how many more people try to sneak alcohol in many bottles could be the way to go um uh, uh great dane uh says curious uh, to the math on how much extra money they made when they raised beer prices versus what they lost by people now just drinking in the parking lot complete stupidity would be banning tailgating altogether uh, Bruno St. James over on Twitter hits us up, says, I love the faster games, and I don't need to see a hitter adjusting his gloves for a minute between every pitch. Uh, Jesse says, great to see less guys stepping out of the batter's box just to grab their junk, pull it up, move it around, spit in their gloves, uh, unstrap, restrap their gloves, and then step back into the batter's box. Never understood that. <laughs> adjusting their junk up. Okay. Well, there you go. I think that's part of the beauty of the game, Bill. Um, what did that announcer once say? Uh, if you don't like that, you don't like football uh, about a play, uh, about a highlight. It's one of those like, oh, if you don't like that, you don't like yeah, baseball. If, if I see a guy that's going to stretch a double into a triple and the ball comes careening off the field wall, the indent at uh, American Family Field, only to see a guy come up throwing. Say Garrett Mitchell comes up throwing, and he just guns him down at third. That is the play that I could say. That is one of the reasons I watch baseball. To see somebody step out and pull their junk and move the cup around just to make sure that everything's tucked neatly inside, I don't need to see that. Just say it. One would argue that the reason he tried to stretch the double into the triple is that he was comfortable. He was comfortable. He got his spits out. <laughs> oh, God. I I have a joke, and I, I can't use it, and uh, that's, that's a disappointing thing. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. It would be just uh, – it would be border – it would be really gray area, and I could get a call from – Either Tom Walker or somebody from the WBA going, you know, Bill, yeah, you just, uh, but I, 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 in my head, I'm laughing my ass off. I got to be honest with you. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, feel free. Go ahead. Uh, this is from Marcy. Marcy says, I love the pace of play. I think it's made the baseball more exciting. There's more balls in play. Uh, pitchers have to adjust like just like the hitters do, and it's made it more exciting overall. Uh, so there you go. Marcy, appreciate the email. Thanks, as always. Thanks so much. What else do we have here? Um, this is from this is from Jacob. No, I already read that. I'm sorry. This one is from this is from Marty. Marty says, uh, the pace of play is just about right. Some of these games do get a little bit short and move along too too quickly, but that's only because our team doesn't know how to hit. It's all or nothing, which is not true. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that, Marty. Come on, man. It's not been all or nothing. They've played a lot of station-to-station baseball. It's been exciting. I've enjoyed the Brewers game. Now, 
uh, a lot of their games to one side or the other have been shutouts. I'll admit that. But for the most part, I've enjoyed. I mean, the Brewers are 8-4. I've enjoyed watching Brewers baseball. If you're not enjoying watching this brand of baseball, I don't know what you're looking for. What are you looking for, a guy to walk and then everybody just get bunted over? You know, it's just all sacrifice all the time. No, I'm I I like this. They're not getting it done just via straight straight you know straight up power anymore. We've seen a lot of base knocks. I think people so are unhappy that you can no longer beat the shift by going the opposite way because there is uh, no that shift. True. I still get that every now yeah. and then. Oh, they don't know how to hit. Beat the shift. I get it. There is no shift. It. Not the shift anymore. No, Yelich had a two run single last night. You're shift out of luck. I know. Right. It was a two-run single. Two-run single. Um, Gary says, uh, hey, nice interview with Ross Tucker. I really enjoyed that. Uh, by the way, I'm not a fan of speeding up the game of baseball. I'm old school. I believe that there's strategy that's involved in every particular play, whether it's shaking off a of sign, waiting for a batter to get back in, slowing down a pitcher, a pitcher speeding up a hitter, or throwing over to first base. It's all strategy. They've taken that out of the game. See, Old school purists absolutely believe that. It's like just it's like banning the shift, making the bases bigger, all of that. It's just it's trash. You know why? It's because it's society today. These damn kids, they can't lift their heads up from their phones and put them down for 10 minutes to watch a baseball game and spend time with family and be out at the ballpark and smell the peanuts and the hot dogs and all that kind of stuff and the beer that spilled on them and being a I get it, but that's not the world we live in anymore. I, I look, I'm I'm one to fight a lot of that as much as anybody, but I'm also open-minded enough to understand where we're at. Look, I never thought in any day in any day in my life that I would have to be not only on the air on the radio, but I'd have to be on four different social media platforms all at the same time as well. Never thought it, but you have to. Times have changed. You have to do different things. You know, you have to, you have to kind of, you know, shift to what the audience wants, and you got to give them what they want. Otherwise, they turn away, and then you're nothing. And that's what baseball was doing. Baseball was losing their fan base pretty rapidly too. It was becoming uh, a boring game, and they needed something to shake it up a little bit and bring back some of the interest, rejuvenate it a little bit, and make it a little bit more exciting. Bring in some of the younger fans. And they've done that. Now, they may have taken that, that pendulum and swung it a little bit too far. That's okay. Instead of 15 seconds, maybe you go to 17, 18, 20 seconds in between. I, mean, I don't know. But I know one thing. It's better than some of these human rain delays that used to go to the mound where it was 35, 45, 50 seconds, a minute in between each pitch. You know, I could have watched paint dry in less time. So I, I'm I'm liking where it's at right now. Let's just see how it shakes out. Let's just. Let's, it's only a couple of weeks in. Let's just let's just relax and see how it all shakes out. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
good you are with us. Glad to have you. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You can find us and uh, hit us up should you choose to do so. Always glad to have you on board. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at uh, J&L Tire Service and Senta. And uh, you know I love that place. Uh, you know that uh, they are voted the best tire dealer, and they're right there off of the, the Johnson Creek exit, right off of 94, just north. You can see it from the highway, as a matter of fact. But I trust them. They're good people. They do it at reasonable prices. They guarantee their work. They're just really good. And so whether it's a minivan all the way up to a big rig, an 18-wheeler, they can handle it all. They have that facility. Check them out. And they want to say thanks for voting them the best tire dealer, but uh, the best overall service center as well. J&L Tire and Service Center, both in Johnson Creek and in Watertown. Stop in, tell Lyle and everybody, we we say we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, the... Uh, Mark says, I live 85 miles from the stadium in Minnesota. I won't go to the game because, you guessed it, no tailgating. They ban tailgating in Minnesota? Is that true? At Target Field? Um, I, some people are saying that they, they, they won't ban tailgating as extra profits from sales would be overwhelmed by people saying, I'll watch it on TV at home. I, they won't that they'll never ban tailgating in the state of Wisconsin. I, I can't imagine they may ban it from certain areas, but around the ballparks, no, no, they, there'd be there'd be such an uproar. Oh my God! They ever ban tailgating? It would be it would be career suicide for whoever, whatever marketing person came up with that idea. It it, it, it really really would be. They'll never do that. But did they ban tailgating in Minnesota? Ben, do you know that? Do you, did you know that, or do you? I don't, nor did I. Yeah. i got to look that up. But if uh, people that are listening are Twins fans or have gone to Twins games, let me know. Uh, this is from uh, Anthony says, is that a Woodchucks jersey? It's not a jersey. It's a pullover. Uh, but even the Woodchucks allow tailgating, and they have uh, their stadiums in a, in a neighborhood. You go to a Woodchucks game, you can... You know, now they don't have this huge, massive parking lot like, you know, American Family Field does, but you can even grub down a little bit eating some burgers and hot dogs and stuff out in front of a Woodchucks game, for God's sakes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. No, Northwood, Northwoods League. I saw um, – I was driving uh, driving on 94 yesterday, and I drove past the Dockhound Stadium. I was watching the, the Dockhounds, which is the same thing as a lot of the Northwoods League, uh, just different league, but – I was watching uh, watching the players uh, practicing yesterday at the Dockhound Stadium, so I'm I'm excited. You know, I love a good. You know what? A good Tuesday, Wednesday night Northwood League game, yeah, awesome. Ben, do you go to any of the minor league games? Like the because I think it's the Mallards, right? Yes, I have been yeah. a couple times. Yeah. I don't go regularly. I don't do it a ton, uh, but I'll get to maybe ten games a year. I'm a sucker for, as I've said, the Vermont Lake Monsters out there in Burlington, Vermont. Right? Okay. I'm good with that. I like, uh, I, you know, I think, uh, when it comes, oh, you know, who, who's a minor league baseball fan or a a Northwoods league or the pioneer league or the Cape Cod league is our buddy, Kevin Holden. He's got hats and jerseys from everywhere. Everywhere we should talk to him about that sometime. Just, just wax nostalgic about some of the ballparks we've been in, some of the cool places. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So coming back in the next hour, 
Uh, I do. I, I do want to talk about this because I already saw some people with comments over on the live stream that are erroneous. You don't even know what we're talking about yet, and already you're drawing an opinion and you're being sarcastic. And so I, I'm going to set you straight when we come back about the discussion regarding uh, the Jets, the Packers, conspiracies, Rogers, all that stuff. So we'll get into that when we come back. Got a lot more to get to. Bill Michael show just rolling right along on this Thursday beautiful Thursday a little bit of a breeze warm weather I'm liking it loving it as a matter of fact stay tuned more of the Bill Michael show coming up next 